We now are joined by David Berman here on the Fantasies from the Bedroom, an old, old guest. And I was going to say member of the team, Akko may go to Florida, but in the time from our last pod, uh, we've updated the name. Dave, just quickly tell the listeners what's the new name. Well, since the last pod, uh, you know, Connor told me that Akko's Florida home will now be furnished. So, you know, I'm just giving, you know, the people an update since Evan uh, doesn't know how to use any form of social media or technology to, to keep everyone apprised of, of his ongoings. Amazing. There's no way he listens to this, right? Uh, no, I have to. Uh, sometimes if I really want him to, I have to text him. He, he, he says he tries, but who knows whether that's true. So one, one half of Akko's Florida home is furnished. David Berman, longtime member of the Fantasy Football Group. Um, it's first an absolute time, pleasure time. to have you on. Yeah, first time, long time. Thanks, Dave. Uh, so uh, it, it's good to have you on. And here's what we're going to do. Similar to some of the other interviews, I'm gonna, we're going to start with some fantasy football-related questions because that's at the core of the pod. But like everything else, we'll slowly delve, and I'm sure throughout we will, uh, we will evolve into other topics. So looking forward to, to this conversation. So let's start with the question I ask every partner. And I think it's just as fun whether I happen to have the person's partner on or not. I think it'll be great. You and Henry, both in terms of the league and in terms of your own world, what a dynamic. So take me through how that manifests as partners. Who makes the decisions? How do football moves get made? What happens there? Okay. Before I answer that, which I don't think we know the answer, I just want to put on the record that I did ask Patances to join the podcast but he said that he was busy which we all know you know when henry says he's busy who the fuck knows what he's doing he could be jerking true. off he could be true eating he could be looking up random wikipedia pages you know he's got a lot of interests but anyway so our dynamic is you know i'd call it a, a more trump pence dynamic in mm-hmm. a way you know uh uh you know he he follows and you know i'm the trump he's the pence you know he he's followed in line you know i wouldn't call it a harris biden dynamic you know, uh, he's not calling the shots. I give him the opportunity to. You know, I really would love him to. In the past, he used to do draft, you know, research and stuff, but he doesn't even do that anymore. Now with the draft, we're kind of big-name value guys. That's what we, we see. We're like, oh, Adele Beckham, you know, we're going to snag him. Cam Newton, snag him. So, you know, if you notice, our teams are never having the guys that no one's ever heard of. But, you know, weekly I text him, and he's, you know, I'm like Dalvin Kirk, Dalvin Cook squirt, and he's like, you know, make some awkward comment back. It's, you know, it's just Patances. He, uh, I try to get him involved, but, uh, you know, uh, it only goes so far. But he does follow it. I do text him, and he gives me shit for, for bad decisions, which, which I like. A little push. Fair enough. So a lot of that description made sense to me. I also, whichever of you listeners had the under on three minutes till Dave made a Trump reference, you hit. Um, on the under, the under three minutes did hit. That was the official line. So ever had the under, good for you. Um, but wait, wait, on that point, the pod doesn't know. Andrew Pod texted me on, what is this? On Friday evening, asking me to join him at a Trump rally in Albany on Saturday. Pod drove on Saturday from Buffalo to Albany, got pulled over, missed the rally, so just walked around. Albany high uh, and uh, waving around an American flag. This was this past Saturday. Yeah, that's a true story. True story. And wait, just remind me, taking out of whether, which way you believe, Saturday. So that was before, that was the day of the, like, the announcement, whatever you make of that. Pot's still in denial zone. 
So we're, we're, I know. Uh, you know oh, the... I, I got to give Pac credit. No one has done that type of analysis. Yeah. And I don't even know what me. he told us. Yeah, for, for the background, <laughs> for the, those who are listening, you know, he texted a bunch of us all these stats about God knows what. I give him credit. Pot, if you're listening, I love you. I give you credit. But I know. Who the, who the hell knows what he was talking no, about? No, I know. I, I, I almost called up Jason and was like, hey, can we get a detailed analysis of what the fuck he's talking about? But anyway, um, good to know that, honestly, I w- now I, I already wish you had gone and recorded and had the story of you and Pot at Trump rally. Part of me almost wishes you had gone oh. all the way there only for him to get fucking pulled over and not go. Yeah, I, I was certainly not going to a Trump rally, especially <laughs> after he lost the election. But, um, you know, America, people could do what they want. Uh, I hear you. So speaking of Trump, one could argue he has a lot of rivals, right? Probably too many. One could argue, Dave, if we go away from the leak, you have a lot of rivals. So I'm always interested. I think a lot of people, myself included, would put you at the top of the list of people they want to fucking beat most. But so who is it for you? Is it teams? Is it a specific person? Is there a team that, that or a specific person that you're like, this is, I want to win when I'm playing them more than other teams? You know, it depends context, but I look at it as individuals, right? You know, if I'm playing Jackson or Abe, they're partners, right? Yes. I don't even, yeah, I'm like, okay. You know, the Jackson and Abe, I love you if you're listening, but we haven't talked in 12 years. So, uh there's As has that. been documented on this pod, they have not communicated with many of the league. So continue. So, you know, I'll go individuals. For instance, Robbie, you know, you would think it should be a rivalry, but he's just such a bad trash talker and is just like, even when he wins, it's really, it's really it's not his skill It's just skills. like, Rob, no. Um, I do, as a root, you know, Weissman was my roommate, so I do like to be Weissman. But, you know, he's not as, um, you know, loud and obnoxious about it as Jeremy is. So I do like to be Jeremy. You know, Jeremy's... And Evan, advanced math guys, oh, stats, you know, all the, all the hoopla and, you mm-hmm. know, who's in second place right now? Kess and Doc. Uh, I would like to be Docco, but he's, he's really, you know, he's, he's working too much. It's like he's barely paying attention, I feel like, you know. So, you know, obviously I'd like to beat you because, you know, you're a Mets fan and they're used to losing. Um, who else is there? I mean, back in the day, Stabman. But, you know, I haven't really talked to him in a while. So, more of the people I talk to more. Oh, obviously, Connor and Pot. Fucking guys talk so much shit. Their team is, like, yeah. overrated. I got to admit, Dave, there is a person who I'm shocked you didn't mention. And I'm pretty sure oh, you Rose. didn't mention. That would have been – so, Rosen would have been the person I thought at the well, end of the well, day. Well, you know, his team is so bad <laughs> the past couple of years that, you know, you, you know, you know th- there was a couple years there where Rosen thought he was like the ombudsman to our fantasy league, winning everything. And it's just, you know, and it's just, come on, Rosen. But, you know, Mesh, I do like beating too. Although I was with Mesh when his team beat me, he didn't say a word. Shocking. I would have literally rubbed it in his face so hard. <laughs> I'm but, sure you yes, would have. Rosen uh, when you know, just like I'd like to see Q's beating Duke, Yeah, uh, I would like to beat Rosen. I, I, you know, it's funny. Now that I think about it, Dave, we, we, full transparency, we've been trying to do this interview for a few weeks, and I kind of bailed, and then I double scheduled, so it's literally only my fault. Um, but ironically, it's been great for you, because all yeah. your team has done is get better, right? If we do this interview three weeks ago, you're like, eh, I don't know, my team, Odell sucks, make a poop joke, like, we're all in that. Odell but, sucks. <laughs> he does suck, but all of a sudden, you're... Second in the league with the most points in the league 
and with potentially like the best fantasy player of all time in what Dalvin Cook's doing this year. So it, I can tell that the arrogance, uh, as usual, has definitely gotten to you. And, and that's fitting because it fits with your personality. Well, you know, you say arrogance as if it's not warranted. You know, we do have the most points in the league. So the confidence flows from the results is how I look at it. But I got to say, our, my, our entire – I said my. I love, love you, Hank. Yours too. Our entire, our entire fucking season hangs on Dalvin Cook. <laughs> you know, our running backs aren't that great. You know, we have Melvin Gordon, who's kind of shitty, and Philip Lindsay. I'm almost hoping one of them gets hurt, to be honest with you. So, you know, the other one gets more of the carries. You know, we have Gibson, but it's really our, our receivers that carry the way. Hill, A.J. Brown, Will Fuller. Thank God uh, OBJ's gone. He's terrible. But, you know, Fuller is on some historic touchdown streak. I don't know if you know that. I don't want to get too statistic, but he literally no, he has scored a touchdown in six straight games. Well, the, the issue is them is, you know, he's never stayed healthy, knock on wood. And Hopkins is gone. And, you know, it's, Watson's good. So, I, you know, I, dra- I forget what round I drafted him, but if he was healthy, it was inevitable he'd have a huge season. Yeah, my- and he's, he's having it. Um, so, on the topic of arrogance, obviously I know it runs through your veins – um, for no apparent reason, but I just need to know. I didn't. I didn't do my research, and I'll admit that. But have you ever won our fantasy football league? Yes, two thousand eight, the John Claytons, me and Justin. Wow, so that must. Have, I think if my math's correct, that's like the second year we were in existence, right? That's a way, way throwback. Because <sighs> I, I think because I always remember. I remember like it was just yesterday. Just like I remember, you know, ninety six, ninety eight, two thousand. Oh gosh. But anyway, yes. So the John Claytons with Justin. Um, Justin thought, uh, you know, and probably still thinks my dad looks like John Clayton. Um, Fitting. First of all, I've just realized I haven't seen John Clayton on TV. I guess ESPN fired him. Um, yeah, I remember they had that commercial where he was like, you know, dressed up as like a rocker or whatever. Back. Yeah, I feel like that stopped airing a couple of years ago now that you so, say that. you know, we, we did that. And, you know, Hank and I, I relied on Hank when I was lost. So, College on an excuse. When I was in law school, I relied on Hank to do the pre-draft research. And, you know, he had some project guys, and, uh, you know, it didn't really work out, as they say. No. Um, and then the past couple of years, I have zero excuse. So we won in 2008. I have a few years where I had an excuse. And now, um, you know, we're back in it. I think we have a real shot this year. I don't think there's any elite team in our league. I really don't. No, we're like the NFL. It's – I mean, I've never seen this much parody. Literally – we're talking about, you know, the difference. Second place, although I think you're a great team, is five and four. Eighth yeah. place is four and five. Like, you know, that, that doesn't although, happen. I could easily – yeah, I, I agree. Although, you know, next year we got to eliminate – defense maybe not because I think defense actually takes some skill. Uh, and I think if you're really paying attention, you can pick up good matchups. Kickers is fucking bullshit. It's like, you know – well, I know, well, you know, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. But I was with Connor uh, – I don't know if I talked about this, Jeremy. But Connor and I agreed that we should add a, another flex player. I had originally suggested adding another quarterback, but he convinced me. I, I think we should just add another flex. Yeah, so I can tell our you teams this. Are, our teams are so good. If you look at everyone's bench, everyone has a guy they can play. Easily. Everyone has a guy they can play. Everybody has – all their receivers are good. Right, like yeah. everybody. So I think we need at le- we definitely need at least one flex. I can tell you because from a quarterback perspective, it would make fantasy a lot harder. Our league being a two QB league, in addition to so, these are all conversations I've yeah. I've been vocal as the commissioner. I try not 
to be vocal where I stand on roster stuff like that because I'd rather be waiting to be the deciding vote or whatever. I am all for a second QB. I'm all for another flex, and I'm all for – I'm for getting rid of both kicker and defense. I'll support whatever the league supports. But to your point, this is a nightmare. Um, there's just too <laughs> many – Evan and I have been – Evan and granted – Nobody, Dave, you cannot imagine. You made a joke that you don't think Evan pays attention. Now, he might not listen to the pod, but the dude lives and fucking breathes. What are your texts like during the week? Is is he like texting you on a Wednesday at 2 o'clock about a waiver guy? Or Uh, or are you getting like 2 a.m. texts? Like, what the fuck was that, Jake? So it's not the same 2 a.m., but yeah, Sundays are – now, granted, both of us are pretty bad, but Sundays with him, you'd think like somebody in his family was like being murdered for the type of like – fucking yeah. texts we get when things go wrong now he and i are snake bit we have the worst fucking luck in fantasy history so some of it's so your fans, but yes but um and jews don't forget it's a history of losing all around somehow you as a jew have maintained confidence i'm proud of you but um he uh he, he pays attention like he dave is like every fucking week he's like i can't believe we fucking don't have another flex i can't believe it's not a 2qb league like this is because the other team will replace somebody here. He wants to make trades and he's like, everybody's team is so fucking good. Every guy. That kind of makes me does. not want to do it. I know. I know. I shouldn't have said that wanna, as a politician. Oh, wait, hold up. I just exited. Anyway, yeah. But um, that's funny. So are you getting midweek texts like waiver wire? Like, is he like- Yeah, so I got a text. I literally got a text before we came on. Um, any moves? Question mark. Now, I don't think that we're in a place to make moves, but. It's a pretty good back and forth. He's, he's more active than you would think because the counter, Dave, and I, like, yeah, he doesn't have much else going on, particularly during COVID. You know what I mean? Like, he's just no, got work in he, this, so it's a good distraction. Yeah, he sent us that Snapchat today of him and his uh, sitting outside in his, in his Allbirds. Evan, if you're listening, you got to get some new shoes. Yeah, I know. Allbirds, out of style already. But all right. We keep it moving. So I got to ask, off the top of your head, can you name, you think, how many different team names you've had that have featured Akko's name in it? Obviously, we have Florida well, Home is Furnished and moving to Florida. Are we at two different other ones, at least? Well, you know, there was Akko's in Providence and Akko's in Boston. Again, I do it for the people, right? He doesn't know how to work social media. He doesn't, you know, he can text, but, you know, he's working all the time. So, you know. He's not, he's not, he doesn't answer very quickly and people need to know what's good. So I asked Evan at the beginning of the year, oh, you got to go to Florida over, you know, winter because it's quarantine, et cetera. Said, His parents got a place. It wasn't furnished. So it was Akko may go to Florida. I found out on Saturday, there's a moving truck going down. His house is getting furnished. So now it's Akko Florida home is furnished. So it's really, you know, progressively where he's going next. Right. You know, uh, you know, it could be back to New York next year. Who knows? But but it just it just gives everyone a, a good update of where he's at. Yeah, I kind of – so for one, it'd be nice to go back and look at the timeline, and you've really documented Evan's life. Two, to your point, I'm his partner and one of his close friends. I didn't know about the furnished Florida home, so I'm glad that you're keeping me updated. And yeah. so to confirm, it was not you. It was a different team that also had a team name called Akko's Too Skinny, right? That's yeah, a, that I think was, that was Weissman. Yeah. Or maybe not. I think it was Keston Wise. Uh, there was a point, Dave, yeah. where 30% of the teams in our league had the word Akko in their name because we are Akko Weisenko. So he's definitely on people's minds. He's definitely – he has real estate. You know, I've always asked you, how did he get the lead name? Because it's Akko Weiss – Akko Harrington Monk? Um, I think so. Um, a little surprising. I think you would get the lead name in that. 
Well, so I, I would like to argue that the team name came about before, like, I became commissioner of the league and I think just took a bigger role. And I would definitely say in college, Evan was the leader of this team. Like, mm -hmm. he was definitely more focused and I was, like, nerding out and doing my fucking college try-hard thing. So it was definitely – so I think that we made the team name – when that happened and so it was like back then he was definitely more in command of the team uh and now it's just been our team name for a while you know for what it's worth we have not won with it well we've never won as a partnership ever so but i kind of like the tradition of you never won oh, i've won i won with rosen i joined the i'm one of the has i am Doc one ever of one evan has never won <laughs> he is i don't think we have many who have been in the league every year since 2007 and have never won. Who's the most winner? Schmelzen? Yeah, I mean, by a lot. How I many think times has he won? Josh won four in a row, and then they he won, won again last year. Uh, he, won four, he won four in a row with four different partners. And, and some of those partners were not fantasy-savvy people. Like, he won with Tommy Sadikan. He won with Jay, who at the time hadn't been as involved, but Jay has since stayed involved and I think actually won the league one time. So, Is he in our league, Jay? No. Jay and Brent are the machines. Oh yeah, they do. They are also not rivals. Anyway, yeah, I would I would argue that those two teams and then uh, Brian and Jason, though Jason's become a bit of a rival since you know, he, you know, Jake, you're in our Jets group chat with Jason, and you know, for those who aren't, Jason, if you're listening, I love you, Jason. But Jason, you know, call it out every Jets guy by first name saying, the, you know, he wished the management listened to him about personnel decisions. So he's up there, people I want to beat. Because, Jason, if they listen to you, I don't know, man. They're pretty freaking bad. If you watched the game last night, that was a, a great loss. But, oh my you know, gosh. Well, Thank Jam gosh, Jamal yes. wasn't there to help them. Though. Thank gosh. <laughs> Jamal. Uh, yeah, Jason was definitely arrogant um, in the group chat, and the Jets never had a winning season. But that's all right. You would have never have known by his confidence. Um, no. I will say, though, him having been out of the league for a few years because he worked on the Jets, coming back and winning the league is not – Is that why he couldn't be in the league? Yeah, he, like, he didn't want a conflict of interest. Should I, like, they're not totally allowed to, like, gamble on sports. Whose spot did he take? Um, whose spot? Leo. Leo. So Justin took his spot on Robbie's team and Brian and Leo were a team. Leo – Brian was alone last year. Leo left two years ago because he's, like, a 90-year-old already. And with like wife and kids and shit like that and a house in Austin. And so Brian rocked alone. And then I was like, you know, it's a lot of money and a lot of responsibility. And Brian did not do well. So he brought on Jason and now they're in first. So wait, Leo's got a house in Austin. I'm pretty like, sure. I'm pretty like sure. With the fucking driveway and shit. Yeah. No actual kids. I don't believe you, but definitely with a wife, like wife, which I know now is not as crazy, but that was two years ago. Good, good for Leo, if you're listening, good for you, man. He's got like a fireplace, like a kitchen table. From what I understand, maybe like a porch. Who fucking knows? But that's and that's why he left. He like couldn't handle young people yeah. things. This yeah, he moved, he moved to Austin and he, and he couldn't yeah. do this. But that does scare me a little, Dave. I'll, I'll be transparent with you. You know, I have real hope that this league like lasts. Okay. Right? Like our softball team, not going to last because people are genuinely going to move away and okay. shit like that. You know why this league will last? Because everybody takes a shit every day. There's no excuse when you're taking your shit, you can't set your lineups. Yeah. Let's be real. I'd say 80% of league activity happens people are taking shits. Definitely. Very that's fair. What I'm checking, that's what I'm checking the fucking day. It's I that or, like, right before bed after, like, I scroll yeah. through Twitter. 
yeah, yeah. Sometimes at night, you know, but you know, oftentimes it's you know I'm getting a break and getting water. Oh, whatever. You know, I check it on Wednesdays, or I check it on you know Tuesdays. Waiver Wednesdays, and you set your lineups on what Thursday and Sunday, and then you know, it doesn't take that much effort. But I think it's the money, and I just hope people are like people want. But I think it's well, really the money's not even that. How much do we put in per person? We put in a hundred, which gets less and less significant yeah. every year. We fucking let's get let's old. What the winner gets like five hundred bucks? No, per team it's like a thousand. It's like five fifty, I think. Yeah, per, per person. team or per, per person? person. Per person yeah, on the so winning team. I mean, eventually we'll boost up the money, which I think will make more interest. Yeah, and I know right. Rosen's a fan of, which I shouldn't tell you who's a fan of, because then you will be a, somebody in the league is a fan of upping the amount and then doing like more random payouts. Like paying out for like top point getter every week, and you know I don't like that. Well, while I think that like makes sense to reward it, it dilutes the uh, championship, the, the lore of the championship, and the league. The one thing about it, not raising money, it's the league's not really about money. I could, I, I would be happy paying to the league and just winning. Yeah, you know, I agree. In co- you know, in college, five hundred bucks is like you know life changing. You know, that's like yeah. We're, we're okay now. You all saw my paycheck from when I interned sophomore year that I put on Snapchat. So you know how much I made then. So yeah. I'm good with the $500. But um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love $500, but you, you yeah. get my point with that. So I move it, moving, it that moving off from fantasy football, not that we have only uh, stuck there. Um, I'm talking about other sports. I want to move to a question. It's later down my list. I'm going to jump around. Obviously, I know where you are a confident fan, David. And so if I were going to say among your three favorite teams, who's most likely to win a championship next? Four. Four, that's true. So those two teams are genuinely good, the Yanks and Islanders, and could actually win a championship anytime in the next five years. Let's take your two shit teams, which are your only humbling thing in your life. Who's more likely to win a championship next, the Knicks or the Jets? It's got to be the Knicks just because of the nature of – okay, I'll backtrack. I I actually think – Unlike the Mets, I actually think the Jets aren't a terribly run organization from the top. I've just I just think since John Idzik, basically since Tan since Tan and what they had John Idzik, who at the start you think is a pretty safe hire, didn't work out. And then the Jets hired McCagnan, right? McCag McCagnan. Also at the time everyone loved it, didn't work out. I think the one issue the ownership has is any company. The fact that both the coach and the GM report to the owner is ridiculous. Joe Douglas should be able to pick his new fucking coach then next year and have him report to him. With that, all that said, I don't think the Jets are that terribly run of an organization. I think it's, you know, just by nature of the NBA, the Knicks, you know, some idiot like Devin Booker, like thinks he's going to get laid a lot or make a lot of money if he comes to New York. They're like, oh, that's sick. I'll come to New York. You know, NBA is much more of a player-driven league. So if one fucking guy, if Giannis is like, all right, I want to come to New York, they're going to have a title. Like, it's that simple. No. I, mean, I guess you could say the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, but it's different. You know, like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has won the Super Bowl one time. I agree with you. Drew Brees, I agree with you. One time. Right, Mahomes right. winning this past year. Granted, he seems special, but it's like sort of the same time frame as Rodgers won, and then like well, he never won again. Wilson well, only has one. Also, if you look at Mahomes as a team, you know, look. His coach and his team is way better than, than uh, you know, Rodgers' team. So, but I don't know. But the other thing in the NFL is you can have a fluke here. Like, 
not a fluke, but you know, you could become the Titans last year and go and run, or the Jets when we were in high school and just have a great defense. But I gotta say, it's easier than the Knicks, just yeah. by nature of the NBA. And you can turn it around in a second. There's five players on the court at a time. By the way, I know you're gonna fucking roll your eyes, but as of motherfucking this week, Dave, my answer between my teams, the Mets and oh, the Jets, would undoubtedly be the Mets. Did you hear what okay. Steve Cohen said today? If I don't win in the next three to five years, I'll consider Steve Cohen is the most – I just think Cohen's going to get bored. He's going to see all the losing, and he's going to get the fuck out of there. I also think there's a possibility that, you know, what's the overrun on how long – you know, okay, he's been back at .72 for how many years? A few years? I give him ten years before another major investigation, he's out of there. He's a fucking corrupt motherfucker. He's done. I also wouldn't be surprised if somehow the Mets are being used to help in his activities, whether that's fun money or things like that. Also, baseball, you can't buy to win championships. It doesn't work. That's amazing uh, coming from a, a Yankee fan, Steinbrenner. What, what championship, other than 2009, and they have a lot to choose from, you know, what championship no, did the Yankees buy? The, no, the Yankees in the 96 to 2000. What championship did any team buy? Other than 2009, I'll give you that. You can't, name think, a, you can't name a year a team bought a championship. I think, and again, it's tough. Like, a lot of people would claim some of the Red Sox titles in this, in this decade, like the 2018. You could claim the Dodgers just did. Supplemental pieces. Take Mookie off that team. I still think they're winning the title. Yeah, well, they look, they they made it like twice this you know, this decade. Mookie didn't even have Mookie had a pretty good World Series. Mookie didn't have that great of a regular season. He was good, but you know, no, he was just the thing that pushed them over the edge. They'd been in that exact spot twice before, so, three times before. I think you could buy supplemental pieces. Like I think for the Yankees are in a piece where if they sign Cole hates them, but if the Yankees were to sign Trevor Bauer, they're winning. They're winning the title. Like with with that, but you know. When you're so far away, like the Mets are, you know, and I'm like half kidding here, but they're so far away that you can't – them signing George Springer, Trevor Bauer, and another guy, they're, they're not winning the title with that. They're, they're just not. I, I'm all for that, and I think it takes steps. I think you can, you can buy competitive, though. Money can, you can buy, buy competitive. a competitive – and, like, look, I'm, I am happy to admit you and I have different expectations. If I could get a fucking competitive team in September – Count me in 100 times out of 100 because eventually that means something. Well, you've always had a competitive team in April. As I've always said, there's always around, there's always like a Sunday night game, mid to late April against the Nationals. The Mets are 8-2. It's the biggest game of the season. And every year you guys give me shit. And every year it's the biggest game of the season. Mets, the Mets might be the best April team like in baseball yeah. history. They're since usually we pretty joined. good. Going back since for a while, joined. they're usually pretty good. Um, Except last year they weren't, right? When, didn't they come out the gate slow this past year? I mean, this was a weird year. But the year before that, like the last real year, yeah. uh, I think they were. Well. I think they had, a, like, another great start. And then, you know, who knows? I don't know. What a weird year baseball was. I hope that sport, like, survives and does well and all that. Um, but the Yankees are good. But I'm just telling you, the Mets are a lot more likely to fucking win than these goddamn 0-9 Jets. Oh, uh, I disagree. I think the Jets are more likely to win than the Mets, 100%. I mean, I'd like you. Are we putting mark it down, listeners? You heard it here. I'm fucking pulling this audio. I can't live if the Mets win a World Series. That's like no, dude, you I, are I so lucky. Not so lucky. Obviously, they weren't that good. And I know 2015, they like they were close. But but like, how lucky you were that they didn't win in like 06, or like that they weren't good okay, in any how of lucky our high school years. That that were that the 2000 World Series didn't happen now. Okay, it's the greatest. How, it's, let me ask you, how devastating would that be? 
Like on it, dude. Like if the Mets and the Yankees were both doing well in the playoffs, at a certain point, I'd stop rooting for the Mets if the Yankees were also making it because I don't even know if like the reward of them potentially no. beating the Yankees would be worth the risk. Like the risk would be cat. I mean, it would literally be the end. Like I am so lucky. Like you can still hold it over me, but like, and that one I remember a little bit of. But we were not what we are now in terms of fans and all that. It's Let's different. Speak to yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> to your point, it would be a lot fucking different. I'm just saying. Imagine if it was peak high yeah. school. You got a championship in peak high school. I did. It was it sweet. Was, it was, it was sweet. I you were that. there. That's the sickest thing. I was game six, oh nine. Wow, that was legendary. Very cool. Electric times. All right, last couple questions. Unless you have anything, so. Um, random, not related to sports or anything, but you had asked for some more Greeley-type questions. So one Greeley question. If we were going to redo Prom King and Queen now, whether that's because of things that have happened since or just feeling how you do now, we were going to redo it to, right now, 26 and 2020. Who are you, who are you choosing? Laura Mercy going Alex Green's eye, hands down. But, you know. you know, and it's, it's not just because... You know, Mesh and Marshiko had a little feel up on the back of the bus way back when. God, I wish I had a video of that. Actually, somebody, I forget who I was talking to. Somebody, somebody told me that Mesh was forced into that. Is that true? Yes. It, it's, yes. Mesh was very uncomfortable situation. It was a. Were you on, were you social, on the bus? I was definitely, no, so I don't know if I was on the bus. I was definitely in, like we went to Chinatown or whatever that fucking day. But oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was at both middle school. And Mesh was like, all right, I'm just going to go back there and feel her up. No, I thought it was on the bus, and they were just, you know, who the fuck knows what happens in middle school, dude, in the shit we talk. I don't think I was on the bus, but there's a very real chance that I was. I will be transparent. If Mesh claims Mesh I was on the bus, was I will always, believe uh, Mesh was always just a dog and ahead of his time. So, you know, that's not why I'm picking Marshiko. I'm picking Marshiko and Greed's eye because of their heated Facebook battle. That's hilarious. You know, by way of background, if people don't follow him on Facebook, Marshiko is now, it looks like, living in Florida with a 45-year-old a man who with like three kids and green's eye is like jacked from Brooklyn always wears a beanie and you know so you can just you know imagine what their political affiliations are and they both post just you know ridiculous shit and then they comment on each other's posts actually recently Jordan Grappel came out of nowhere that's what I thought could have I really thought that he might steal your vote with his late surge in a couple states but it certainly won't be Colleen Powers who was the worst prom date of all time uh Colleen if you're listening you were a terrible horrendous prom date that doesn't I was, surprise me thought I wanted to go with her wouldn't dance with me Julia Ferrari lovely person then wasn't she your prom date no she I had my like Jewish girlfriend at the time, from like my Jew shit, if not, like I was going to ask. Julia, was that Heather Cracker Beetle Moskowitz? It was not shockingly. That's like the why it was the it was, was the Sarah Parks. She was blonde, and I start I dated her like January. Why do I have no memory of her. You you might remember a picture. I mean, she literally came to field night and prom night, and that was it. And I we broke up a month later, and then I went off to college. It was just so a six when did you month. start dating her? January of 2016, but she was two years yeah. younger and she lived in Rockland. So think about it, over the course of two years of dating Crackle Bieber, you probably met her twice. Is her name on Facebook still Heather Crackle Bieber? No. Ironically enough, Heather Crackle Bieber is like hardcore Orthodox Jew now. No fucking way. Yeah, found, right? found herself a Binghamton hardcore Orthodox Jew. Sole goal is to move to Israel. 
Like she's wearing the fucking, you know. Not like the head, but like dress, like won't, like covers her legs and shit like that. Goes to synagogue every Saturday. Is she, is she married to a guy with the, what, what, what's with it the called? No, I, I think that she would probably marry like more of a modern Orthodox guy or maybe still somebody conservative. But How, how do you know? You just, you just see it on social media? Partly, but then like I still am friends with some of my like the closer Jewish guy. Like one of my one of the guys I was in the youth group with ended up being my roommate junior year of college, um, along with oh, County, and so at Binghamton. So he and I, whenever I see him, I'm always like, "How's she?" He gives me the updates. Well, we like but Molly a lot. I'm a big so chef. Molly is Molly fan. is Molly will becoming Molly Weiss? Yes, Molly will become Molly so Wise. How does Molly feel? Because Molly Law's a Law's a better name. Full down. First of all, out of twenty twenty, I'm a little surprised. You know the way you lean that you're not becoming Jake Law. You know, I, I it, 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 it's a little. You know, I, I you know I proposed to Allie, and I'm like, why am I given the ring? You know, and her friends who are, you know, very, uh, you know, woke as they say, are just looking at the ring, and I want a big. You know. Some of these things in our society, it's, you know, it's a two-way game. You know, Dave, just- you'll be happy to know on that topic, On but I was pushing for a little bit that the policy should be however much I spend on the ring, yeah. she spends on my back. I She gets to spend on my bachelor party. So if she wants yeah. me to have a low-key bachelor party, then I'll get her a low-key ring. That didn't work out, and I spent – if what I spend on the ring is what I spend on my bachelor party, then holy fuck, are we yeah. having a time at the bachelor You're party? You're crazy. Yeah, we're having a goddamn day. So but, she's uh, becoming Molly Weiss? Yeah, I mean, look, she's, I have, like, one of the, I love her for many things. She's also, like, a, from a Southern family, and, like, of course, she, she was all traditional. She never had a doubt that she was going to take her husband. No, I'm not questioning at all. But my point is, you know, she's brunette. You know, if I first saw her, I wouldn't think she's Jewish. But if her name is Molly Weiss and I see her, how does she feel that everyone now who she meets is going to immediately think she's a huge Jew? So I want you to know, I'm not going to edit what you just said out, but luckily Molly doesn't listen to most of my pods because I don't think she's ever like processed that. You know what I mean? I mean, I know, I feel like I know a Molly Weiss from my Jewish youth group. She goes to the die, whatever. Let's say you move, I don't know. Let's say you move to Jersey, you get a house and you know, the painter comes over. My name is Molly White. Oh, Jew. I hope they wouldn't say it like that, but that's definitely what they'd say in their head. You're right. I had never thought about that. So what's Allie doing? Well, so she, so Allie's thing is, so Allie's blonde, as you know. So he, she's half Jewish, but she was raised Jewish, had a, a bum mitzvah and everything. But her last name is Nolte, which is Irish. Yeah. So I think you Nick know, Nolte. No, no one ever thinks or thought she's Jewish. Like when she takes off of work for a young core for people are like, what? So now she's Allie Berman. Now she's like, well, oh, it's pretty weird. Like, people are going to think I'm a Jew. Hardcore. Uh, Allie Berman and Molly Weiss could be, like, best friends from Jewish summer camp. And if we became the other ones, people would think we were Jewish, which would be interesting. Uh, Jake Law is a better name. Like, I like Jake Weiss. Jake Law, you, say, you sound like an NFL quarterback. Right? Like, you just fucking win. Like, you win Does shit Molly with the name Jake Law. No, no. It's she's a great a, last name. I agree. I Her dad is Dan Law, and Dan doesn't have the same feel as Jake, I don't think, with the no. law. But even that, it's just a Jake win. Jake Law's a great name. I know. It's like a football name. It's like a sheriff of a fucking Western town. Ta- There's yeah. some good shit in uh, Jake Law. Could be so, a third baseman. Exa- There's just a lot of Jake Lamb. Jake Lamb, but like a better name. Um, all right, Dave. This has been great. It's been, this has been fun. It's been awesome. This was really fun. This was good stuff. Um, Who are you playing this week? 
Let's oh see. yeah, let's do a quick little preview of this week. We have so this yeah. is Dave. This again, I hinted at it earlier on this pod. People forget that our schedule just repeats every year. Yeah, you know, you're playing your week one opponent. Who's so this is our annual rematch against Connor and Pot. So okay, here here are my picks for the week. Akko. Okay, we're gonna be Bernie Sanders for press. Easy. Um, That's the. Sh- it's amazing that Robbie's team is this bad after last year. He was this close to winning it all. I agree. That's what he gets for being a Mets fan and terrible trash talker. I think just by nature of your bye weeks, I think um, that uh, Buffalo Real Estate is going to be Uncle Weiss and Co. I think that's a good call. I think um, FC Transylvania, I think, will uh, beat um, the Machines. I think Kess and Weissman will lose the cup half full and leak out of the playoffs. And I think uh, Morningwood Hell beating Peyton Peyton the man thing. Those are my picks for the week. Well, and how I know you're being serious is because you have nothing but negative interest in cup half full winning as they're ahead of you. But you're making that pick because you're trying to be legit. So, Well, I don't agree. First and second seed, it's the same thing in our league. You just want No, you get paid out. Oh, how much? Winner, winner of the – I think you get paid back your buy-in. So you get 100 back. I did not know that. Okay. So there's genuine incentive, and you have the points. So you want them to – you need at some point to even out with them. Yeah. Well, all right, Jake. Thanks. I know it's getting late. Um, by the way, I like your little sculpture in the background. It looks looks cool. What is that? Thank you. Which one? What, what are we looking what, at? What's the thing on the wall in the back? I like that. This thing back there? Yeah. Uh, you know. Piece of art? Dave, it is it is what white women get at TJ Maxx yeah. to decorate walls. That is that exactly could be a reality what show. Yeah, that is li- it's same with my shit. Everything's from TJ Maxx. It's like TJ. Fu- you want to talk about a store, Dave? I'm happy to admit I never fucking walked into. Never. All of a sudden, it's the greatest goddamn store ever. Yeah, you know it's TJ Maxx is a pretty good store. I understand. I, I understand. I've come around on some of it. I'm still not its biggest fan, but everything in my house is TJ Maxx. So, Dave, this was great. We'll have you on again, Akko. Uh, What's it fucking called? Akko's Florida home is furnished. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being a great member of the league. No problem. All right. See you later, Carton. All right. Talk to you later.